55 remaining. Lewis over the middle, it's intercepted. First throw, first play, it is intercepted by the Bears. Baylor has their second takeaway tonight. It is Al Walcott with the interception for Baylor. You hear J-Mo on the call there as Baylor gets a 20-10 win over Kansas State over the weekend. Uh, Steven Simcox and Aaron Sexton here with you. We're filling in for Matt Mosley, who is traveling the world on Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday. Uh, we're happy to be here for him the next couple of days, though. And Kevin Longquist uh, from Sigum Sports is here with us. And, Kevin, we appreciate you joining the show. Uh, let, let's start with, with Blake Shapin. I know Baylor didn't exactly light up the scoreboard after he came in, but uh, they hung in there, and he moved the chains, and they got it done. I was talking in the first segment about how I was totally wrong about this guy. Like when his name started coming up in the spring, I thought that was maybe Dave Aranda just trying to make it seem like this was a wide open quarterback battle and, um, you know, throw people off the, the scent of who might be the starter. But he looked poised and confident. How impressed were you with his performance uh, in relief of, of Gary Bohannon after that hamstring injury on Saturday night? Well, I guess you could say I was more stunned than anything else just because he, what, he only had like three total passes and it was all mop-up duty against, I think, Texas Southern and West Virginia, maybe a couple of other games. But, you know, the way that he delivered that first big ball to Drew Estrada that set up the field goal at the end of the first half, and then, of course, they used you know, that was on a fourth down play, and then, of course, how he was using his legs in certain areas. I mean, it looked like he'd taken as many snaps in practice as Gary had, and obviously that's not what happens, but it just shows you that if you're the backup, your job is to prepare as diligently you can within the confines of the practice and then do stuff on your own to make sure that if something happens that you're ready for it. And unfortunately for Baylor, of course, you know, they've been living the, the life pretty large with uh, Gary being pretty clean in terms of injuries. And then all of a sudden he pulls a blame and, you know, Blake fills in uh, very admirably there. Now the, the, the thing is going to be is he's going to have to get this team into the end zone against Tech next weekend if he's going to be starting, which, I anticipate that happening. Now, we talk about the defense every week. It's because they've just been outstanding all year, the TCU being, the, I think, the uh, lone exception. Even in the loss to Oklahoma State, the defense played outstanding, but uh, sure. held Kansas State to 263 yards. And uh, you get that defensive effort. You get Blake Shapin coming in. Uh, for Gary Bohannon, who got injured, and you get a road win, and I think that may have been the most important thing to come out of this. And I would think, too, that it's probably, you know, aside from Oklahoma, I think this was probably the most significant win of the season for a couple of reasons. Of course, OU put you in a position to be in the Big 12 race, but then you went on the road where, you know, you haven't been very good on the road all year, and you've, you've, you were pretty much rattled at TCU. I think that's a pretty fair statement there. And then you lose your starting quarterback. Abram Smith is completely shut down. So there's not a lot of places where this offense can turn. And yet your defense, which has been really the constant all season long, delivers such a lights-out performance. Now, no one's going to confuse Kansas State's offense for Oklahoma's offense or anything like that. But the idea is that when you go on the road to win in any conference game, it's a great win. And that was really the thing that people should take out of that is how well they just rose to the occasion. Best the pass rush has looked all year, in my opinion. And, Kevin, so you mentioned earlier you expect Shapin to, to get the start against Texas Tech. Um, Dave Randa said Gary's day-to-day, but we know hamstring injuries. It can be tough to come back from. If it does indeed uh, end up being Shapin in that starting role against Texas Tech, 
How much do you think the offense changes in, in sort of a full game situation like that? Jeff Grimes, obviously really sharp, but that is a challenge trying to figure out the best way to design this uh, to, to get in the end zone, as you said. I think it's going to look similar to what, how Shapin ran the offense uh, in the second half uh, against Kansas State, probably mixing a couple of other throws, that sort of thing. Uh, and, of course, if you can get the tight ends involved, whether that's going to be Drake Dabney or, of course, Ben Sims, that's going to go a long way. But, again, this offense is predicated on how well it runs the football behind Abram Smith and then mixing in Tristan Ebner. And so I don't think Baylor's going to deviate too much from what it wants to do. I think there might be a little bit of a more game management style as far as, you know, shaping its concern versus how Gary had been pro- progressing pretty much since the West Virginia game, if you will. And so, I, I mean – it would be – I'll put it to you this way. If Gary was to play in this game, it would be so limited in what they could do because, you know, when he went down with that injury, I think we all looked at it. He grabbed that right hamstring like it, like he got shot. I mean, and that's – when that thing goes, that hurts. I mean, heck, I injured my left hamstring a few weeks ago, and I'm still feeling it. And, of course, I'm a little older than Gary. But <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, well, let me rephrase that. Quite a bit older than Gary. Sure. But, anyway, but, the, point, but the point is, is that – those are those are really hard to bounce back from uh, on a week's basis, and you can massage it, you can put electrolysis on it, and everything else that you want to. But those things are going to have to bend on their own. And you know, like I said, Gary's a strong and in great physical condition from what it looks like. But again, I just don't know how much he could give them if he even comes out there to play. So that's why I'm saying I'm leaning towards Shapen on Saturday. Talking with Kevin Longquist from from SickumSource.com on the Matt Mosley Show here on ESPN Central Texas. And, and Kevin, now that they've beaten Kansas State, they've set themselves up for with a, a home game against Texas Tech, who's who's fired their coach. Uh, if they can win, they're in a position, depending on what happens with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State in the Bedlam game, to play for a Big 12 championship. And that, that just, as a Baylor fan, just blows my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. with the expectations that I had coming into the season. And I think that's a, a huge, huge credit, obviously, to Coach Aranda, his staff, and, and, the, and the players. Without a question. By the way, if anyone has any black and orange in their uh, wardrobe, you might want to get it out Saturday night. <laughs> that's, your, that's your, of course, if Baylor does what it's supposed to. I think, the obviously, the compelling element against Tech uh, is, of course, with Joey McGuire now being over there. Of course, Joey's not on the sidelines. That's still Sonny Cumbie running the team. And, of course, James Blanchard is over there. And, you know, Jay, you know, and Dave said today they'll probably change some signals and things like that. But, I mean, you know, Joey knows what they what Baylor's going to do. Baylor's not going to fool anybody by what they do. They're going to come right at you physically. So it's going to be up to Tech's defense to try and stop it, which I don't think they're going to. Um, but I think the thing about this thing with, with Baylor, to your point, is, yeah, I mean, this is a team that's going for its 10th win with a chance to go to the Big 12 championship game for the second time in three years. I mean, I, I thought this team was going to improve to the point where it would be a bowl-eligible team at 6-6. Six and six. So it's blown – it's gone far beyond what I even expected of this group. And so that's a credit to the, the guys coming together. I think, you know, the underrated moves of the offseason by bringing in Jacob Gall and Grant Miller to the offensive line to fortify that and get it moving to where it's now a position of strength and really not a position of, of curiosity has really meant the difference to where this team is in contention because – Look at how they put away Texas and Oklahoma in a similar fashion. Ground them down late in the third quarter and then pretty much put the hammer down on them in the fourth. And that's that's their formula for success, and it's worked magnificently to this point. Kevin, final thing for you. Um, you, you kind of touched in on it there, but the Joey McGuire factor, I mean, how much do you think on the field 
his his presence in the building kind of matters when it comes down to, to the game on Saturday? Well, I mean, obviously Joey's going to be able to help the tech staff in terms of, you know, the personnel beyond what the tech coaches would ordinarily go through in terms of evaluation, looking at films and things like that. Now, but at the same time, I think jo- Joey's a football coach. He's been around us, and he's going to look at his roster that he's inheriting and evaluating versus what he just left, and he knows that Tech's going to be up against it. I mean, it's, I mean they just got shut out uh, against Oklahoma State, uh, a, a team that's kind of built like Baylor. You know, they've got a, maybe, you know, an offense that does enough and will grind you down a little bit, and then a very authoritative defense. And I think that uh, they know what they're up against, the Red Raiders do. And they're going to have to play an absolute perfect game and force some turnovers in, in order to give themselves a chance to try and pull off this upset. But I think that, it, but, you, know, the, you know, people talk about, I think that's a little bit overrated because, again, it's about personnel. And if your guys are better than his guys, and Baylor's guys are better. I mean, that's just the reality of this. And, you know, remember last year's game in Lubbock was a game that Baylor – could have won, and then Tech kicks a field goal at the gun to win it. So, I mean, Baylor was right in position to pull that off last year. Kevin, thanks so much for joining the show, and uh, always fun to have you on. Next time it'll be with uh, with Matt Mosley, but we appreciate you rolling with us this afternoon. If we can get him out of the Eiffel Tower, it'll be a benefit <laughs> yeah. for all of us. I, so, yeah. As I someone a- who used to work with him, does it surprise you that Matt took a, an international vacation on Thanksgiving week? <laughs> Uh, that that's Matt being Matt. So <laughs> anyway, guys, have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. That is Kevin Longquist from Sikkim Sports. Does a really good job covering uh, the Baylor Bears. We're coming.